The following is a production of the Lance J Radio Network and Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. The opinions and views expressed are certainly those of the host and do not represent the views of Lance J Radio Network. Network. You're listening to Jones and Brown. Both of you are crazy. Both Mike Jones and John Brown. Jonesy and Brown show. He is Mike Jones. I am John Brown. A lot going on in sports. We're going to try and touch it all. We're going to try and talk about it all in this short amount of time that we have. Sixers. Uh, it, it was fun while it lasted. They came out to shoot. They was balling. Now uh, seems to be coming back to earth a little bit. No. Got Got fricasseed by the Nets. Got mm-hmm. absolutely cooked by the Nets, and it's crazy. And here's the thing: and I, I'm trying to start over. I'm trying to start a new leaf. I know that I have come on to these podcasts, and I've done these shows, and I've talked to people, and I've admitted to you how much of I, how much of a proponent I am. For giving people to smoke. When people ask for it, I feel like it is my job to give it to them. But I've tried to be better. I've tried to do better. Not engage everybody in arguments and debates and, and just not be that person anymore. I'm really trying to be better. But there were just way too many people ready to just 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 laugh at my sixers after that loss. Way too many people just ready to just, you know, just just bury the Sixers and throw all types of dirt on them. Oh, Sixers fans, what y'all going to do now? What y'all got to say now? What y'all think now? And I'm sitting there like, I don't know. Tell me what I was supposed to think a week before when we beat the defending champion uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Mr. Jones, you got your hand raised. You have something you want to add? Go ahead. Say say something, man. Speak on this. You're not going to like what I'm about to say. Whatever, man. But Two minutes into the show, he's already starting with me. Go ahead. Now, I'll, I'll start with the good news. Mm-hmm. Most of the last couple games where people have said the Sixers have been struggling, they haven't looked great, a lot of that from what I've seen has been due to them making a conscious effort to try to get Tobias involved. Mm -hmm. If they go back to playing the way they were those first couple games where they're kind of playing offensively without Tobias, you'll go back to getting the same results that they were, but they slowed the pace down. So Mm -hmm. deliberately trying to figure out a way, ways to get Tobias involved, Mm -hmm. which makes sense right now. Because you, you'd rather try to figure out how to work, make things work with this guy now mm-hmm. than be in a playoff situation where you need him and have no clue how to get him involved. Mm-hmm. So, and he's played better ball so, uh, on the last couple of games. Uh, they've consciously gotten him involved the last couple of games. Okay. Now, that being said, the bad news. When you play the Nets, y'all don't have we we have nothing for Durant. 
that's the concern where when you had Ben Simmons here, Ben Simmons was a legitimate option to put on on Kevin Durant defensively. Mm-hmm. Now, you Tobias Harris is not quick enough, not tall enough, not long enough, mm-hmm. not athletic enough to defend Kevin Durant. He's got nothing for him. That simple. And so when you have to send extra attention at KD, and it'll probably still be ineffective, but you have to send ex- extra attention at KD. Mm-hmm. What do you think Kyrie is going to do? He's going to Kyrie, as far as scoring, is playing at as high a level as you've seen. Mm-hmm. Period. That guy is locked in when he's out there. He's not always out there, but when he is out there, he's it, it's amazing watching what this how this guy is scoring the basketball right now. So you don't yeah, you just don't want to play Brooklyn in the playoffs. That's not mm-hmm. the matchup you want. Not the matchup you want. But especially no, not in the first round. Well, let me ask let me ask you this, and I I want your opinion on it. You saw that game. You saw James Harden, you saw Tyrese Maxey play about as poorly as they can play. Mm-hmm. Had the both of them had just you know, just just all out terrible games. Mm-hmm. Because both of them are more effective when they play with pace and you're slowing mm-hmm. the game down to try to fit Ty- Tobias Harris in. So he's not me, a guy who plays quick. He, no. There is a sentiment that says, hey, you know what? Those guys could, those two couldn't play that poorly again. You know, there's not a chance they play that poorly again. Yes, sir. Okay. And anytime they pl- try, pl- try to play a slow down game without pace, there is a chance, to, especially for Tyrese Maxey, mm-hmm. who, as much as he's improved this year, is still not completely polished enough, especially with consistency of the outside shot, mm-hmm. which he shot the ball pretty well this year. But in the half court, especially. That's not where Maxi shines. He shines in in transition. Mm-hmm. A guy like Matisse Thibel is definitely best when he can get into transition offensively. Harden, while he's not the fastest guy on the court, mm-hmm. as the ball handler and facilitator, he does well playing with pace. Embiid, that often leaves him as the trailer, which I don't like, but he can play it. Mm-hmm. And this year, he's done well in changing ends of the court, showing energy, best shape of his life. Which brings me back to Tobias Harris being the odd man out when you play mm-hmm. that style of ball. So, yeah, that's kind of what I'm seeing right now. All right, as... As the, the 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 current standings, Sixers, and and this could change because it's, there there's there's so little room in between. Sixers are three games 
out of the top spot in the East. Three games. How many games of, back? How many games back in the loss column? That's really what matters. Let's see. Two games back in the loss column. Mm-hmm. Three games back total. Boston, two games, two more losses than the Sixers. Four four games out of first place. Looking at Brooklyn, Brooklyn is in the eighth spot, so they're still in that play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. But they're looking at a seven or. Right now they're at an eight. They're at an eight. They're at the eight seed. But just in general, if you're in the play on play in tournament, you're at looking at a seven or eight seed. Yes. Depending on how the play in tournament goes, no better than seven, no worse than eight if you get in. Mm-hmm. So that's what Brooklyn is looking at right now. So so right so, now mm-hmm. with Milwaukee and mm-hmm. Philly actually being tied in the loss column. There's potential for a Philly Brooklyn playoff first round matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't I think could... that's the matchup Philly wants. So, if it was all to work out right now, say Sixers can avoid, Sixers somehow avoid Brooklyn in the first round. They end up, if they. They end up with Cleveland, team they swept in the first round. Brooklyn then plays Milwaukee. That's bad for Brooklyn. That's bad for Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Or say Brooklyn falls in the, falls to the eight seed. Let's say Brooklyn plays Miami. That might be bad for Miami. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn's mm-hmm. not a team people want to see in the Brooklyn, first yeah, they're, yeah, they're look. Brooklyn's not your father's eight seed, you know. Exactly, they're, you know that that that's the eight seed by default because you see how you know you see what Brooklyn had. You know, Kyrie out time injured. Kyrie's K- only played half the game. Only played in road games, and they Harden's dealt with their gone. Harden situation. Harden, yeah, Harden's ben gone now. You still got isn't playing. And they're talking about Ben Simmons not even playing until the playoffs. Oh, Last man, story I heard, guy. Ben Simmons, yeah, Ben Simmons not just sitting out the whole regular season, coming back for the playoffs. That's your man's in them. That's your man. What type of you 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 are a basketball aficionado? You you are somebody a, a student of the game. What type of job does Steve Nash have to do? Is is it just is it just like hey you know what? I got KD, I got Kyrie. It'll figure itself out. But as a coach, how do you make sense of all that? You got your star players in and out of the lineup, and now here you 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 throw in a player like Ben Simmons, who everything he does well. He does really well, mm-hmm. but you have glaring deficiencies, deficiencies that you could probably cover up with this team. But still, how do you work that into your lineup? If you're Steve Nash, I is, don't, uh, sorry, I right. don't really see, honestly, I understand the question, but mm-hmm. I don't see it as being that complicated. 
Okay. Okay. I mean, like, like, help me understand it. And because the the things Ben Simmons does well are the things Brooklyn needs, mm. and okay. the things he doesn't do well, they don't actually need at all. So, from that standpoint, the only real question in integrating Ben Simmons into the game will be his available availability in fourth quarters and such. Mm-hmm. Because will be te- will teams be employing a hack of Ben? And has he ever has he overcome, excuse me, his inability to make free throws? But beyond that, it seems like it should be a natural basketball fit. Mm-hmm. Ben is a pass first guy who's definitely not looking for his own shot most of the time and he's got two of the best finishers in the league out there with him they can finish both both of them can finish around the rim both finish mid-range both hit from three they are natural scorers so a gifted playmaker guy with good court vision like such as Simmons should be able to fit right in with a team like that mm-hmm. real quick shout out to front of the show Adio Royster said unless Kyrie is willing to play way more off the ball Simmons is going to be in the same kind is going to be in the same kind of dunker spot he has been used to as late in games oh I agree late in games you can't have the ball in his hands unless he's magically becomes a 75 plus percent free throw shooter mm-hmm. and what I was saying just now to you like like we were saying the question is, is can you even have him on the court in those situations mm-hmm. so yeah dunker spot is if you can have him on the court at all okay. in, in late game situations because you saw what happened just a, a year ago with Philly and Atlanta in the playoffs he mm-hmm. missed free throws repeatedly ran away from the ball had to come out the game it was it was a mess trying to deal with him in the fourth quarters and during those comeback situations and such. So yes or no, Sixers in, are the Sixers in trouble? I wouldn't go as far as to say they're in trouble, mm-hmm. but the East is wide open. Depending on matchups, anybody can be beat this year. It's all really going to come down to who gets matched up against who and in what round. But if they get the Brooklyn matchup, yeah, they're in trouble. Mm. I'm, 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 not, I'm not ready for that, man. Just not ready for it. I mean, we have to wait and see what happens. Have to wait and see. You're you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. We, we might, you know, I, I might have to make a change and, and start following these guys pretty soon. You know, if if, if this uh, matchup with the with with the Nets don't work, I, I might be having to worry. Yeah, start bringing on uh, Phillies guests all of a sudden. Start talking <laughs> Phillies. Uh, uh, Phillies bro- made moves today too. Yeah, what, what you think of that, man? I mean, I'm for it. Why? Why are you for it? Because it seems like they're actually trying to win. We'll see how it works on the field. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're actually putting an effort into winning. 
I, I hope so. Because what is what, what year is this now into the into the the Bryce Harper era? Three, get, four, three, four years, something like that. Can we get a a playoff run in this? Can we get you know? Can we get? Can we get the Phillies in a pennant chase in August, late August, into September? I mean, they've Not, been in, they've been in the race in late. They, August. They, they they've been in the race, like like falling away, like like starting their free fall when once August hits. But I'm I talking mean, about for real. You know, give me. I'm I'm ready for meaningful baseball again. It's been too are. long. I'm ready for meaningful baseball. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready to stop wasting the career of Bryce Harper. Man came here to win a championship. Can we win a championship with this man? Before See, we just he's not the reason they're not winning. No, no, exactly. He's the MVP. He's the mm-hmm. reigning MVP. So. He's the reason. He's fault. the reason this team isn't completely god off. But it's time for a change. You know, it, I, I, I am tired of October rolling around and the Phillies are done. I'm I'm ready for you know. I'm I'm ready for once again. I'm ready for meaningful baseball. I need meaningful baseball back in my life. It has been too long. Been way too long, my brother. Ten years, over ten. Well, yay. When was that last? Year? Uh, good lord, man! It's been about ten years, man. It's crazy, bro. Once upon a, it's like now I feel like I like I almost like I like that was a dream. Like most of my life, like ninety percent of my life, the Phillies have been bad, except for. We'll see. You know, you can talk about 1980. I was four years old. I don't, I don't, I don't remember 1980. I just know they won. I know Mike Schmidt was on the team. I know Pete Rose was on the team. Don't ask me how they did. Don't ask me, you know, what games I remember. I don't remember. I was four years old. And you know, 83 was a different. You know, I know they lost once again. 93. I, I remember. I gotta interrupt you, JB, real quick. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's like we said at the start. It's been a busy day. Now I'm hearing reports that Fletcher Cox is back with the Eagles on a one year deal. We're waiting to hear what the price tag was. The, but the, this is what I'm hearing. Who who reported that? Who said that? Who made that? I mean, because we were we were going to get to that. We were going to talk about that. And. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw the initial story. I think the first person who I saw report the story was John Clark from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And he just said basically Eagles had cut uh Eagles cut Fletcher Cox. And I'm just and, and kind you know, you kind of understood you thought, you thought maybe all right, maybe they want to go younger, you know, we talk, no, it was about the price tag. Price tag, I th- you know, it's, it's when you're trying to justify a move like that in your mind. You know, it's like yeah, the price tag, and, age. And when I say the price tag, I don't, I don't mean the price tag this year, mm-hmm. because they took a rather large cap hit this year 
to release him. But what that did was freed up a lot of money next year and the year going forward. Because like we, like we said in previous shows, it seems Howie Roseman is of the same belief that they're more than just one piece, piece away. Mm-hmm. And it looks like this year is a building block year to what should be a big year next year for the team. I, I believe that. And, and honestly, that's what you kind of want. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the playoff run was nice. The playoff run was nice. It, it was it was unexpected. And I think and and honestly, You, you, there aren't too many times in sports where you where you want to give back a playoff run. Why would you know? Well, well, you know the 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 the, the smart fans who want to say, "No, we're rebuilt." You know, I, I guess would who would reject a playoff run if you can't win a championship? This isn't the NBA. I I understand. I'm look. I'm with you. That makes sense in the NBA, NFL. You see great players go, get drafted, including mm-hmm. quarterbacks, all over the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, if you're looking at quarterbacks or drafted number one overall, it's not many of them that actually do win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, from from that standpoint. It, that that logic doesn't hold when we talk mm-hmm. talk NFL, NBA. Yeah, you need a top three pick, top four pick, probably. Aren't many teams that mm-hmm. win without one of those? But. Nonetheless, nonetheless, Eagles went into the season with not a lot of expectations and were able to finagle a playoff trip out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think the Eagles appear to not be falling into that trap into thinking since they made the playoffs, they're closer than they thought they were. It seems on the surface, and this is me talking in the middle of March, because there's still more free agency. The draft, you know, they, they haven't drafted yet, but it appears to be they're staying the course. Like they had a direction. They were rebuilding this team. Team play last year's team played better than they expected, but they're still going to stay the course. Mm-hmm. You know, for, which is smart. Which which is smart. Which is smart. I- exactly. So for right now, March seventeenth, as we talk right now, I'm good. Happy Fletcher's back because it it appears like this move is going to be. This move is going to work financially for both the player and the team. Mm-hmm. And free them up. So if they're able to draft well, if they're able to, to get some young pieces in and some some key and get some production from their uh from their uh free agent signings, that they can spend big money not this summer but next summer. To kind of bring it all together. Makes sense to me. That's what I've been saying. That's what you're getting. I mean, yeah. But does that appear? 
Well, I guess what I'm asking you is, does that appear? Doesn't isn't that what it looks like to you too? Uh, yeah, that's that. That's what I'm saying. It seems like Howie Roseman has come to the same realization. This team's more than one piece away, and you build this year, and maybe next year you're in a situation where you're better positioned to go all in. But this team's not ready for that right now. And no. It seems it appears they're moving in that direction. But they did bring, they did make a move this week. Brought in a linebacker. Mm-hmm. What'd you think of that? I think it's a good move. I'm curious to see how they're going to use him. I wonder if will he be playing linebacker or will he be standing up more or have his hand in the dirt more? Um, if they do try to play more three four this year, there's a good chance. Yeah, he's standing up. So, still pass rushing, but from that outside lamp linebacker position as opposed to DN. And then you know you get some coverage responsibilities from time to time that come with that. So, curious to see how how exactly they're going to use him, but. I like the signing. He's a good player. I like the signing. Of course, we're talking about Hassan Reddick. We didn't put his name out there when we first sorry, when we first brought him up there. Uh, local guy, Temple guy, Camden guy. Look, I, I, I like the signing. I like the uh, I like the figures. You know, not br- going out there breaking the breaking the bat- bank, breaking the bank. Sorry, a little bit too much in the cup. Maybe that's that's what it is. Tripping over my words a little bit, but nonetheless, figured I can get with it. You know, not out here. You know, this this isn't your high price free agent signing, but it's a it's it's a solid signing. And I think just like you talked about, you know, a versatile player. Mm-hmm. Where if this, where if the direction of this defense is going in the direction that we think that it's going. And that is towards the three four. That's what you need. That's the type of guy you need. And That's to that, and to that end, don't be surprised if they draft one of those Georgia defensive tackles in the first round mm. either. Mm. Do you still think they keep all three picks? I never thought they keep all three picks. Okay. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. To draft three first rounders this year, when you could push one of those picks to a later year, probably get an extra pick along with it, and give yourself the ammunition to go get your guy at QB when you do actually think he's there. And truth be told, at least, and you know, I make no claims to be a college football scout. Mm-hmm. But in my humble opinion, okay. next year is going to be a much better quarterback class. Fair enough. I think Fair there enough. are at least two guys next year that are better than anything in this draft right now, this year. Okay, who who are those guys? Are you are you ready to, to, to say that and put their names out there? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I think that's first. fair. I mean, I don't think that's really much of a bold proclamation to say Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud would be the top two quarterbacks if they mm-hmm. were eligible for this year's draft. 
that's not I mean that's not a reach mm-hmm. so and then, you, then we'll see who else pops up as, long, as the year goes along you know there's always someone else we didn't know about <laughs> no you're right you're right and we'll talk and we'll we'll get into that more and I think it's it's interesting that as the month goes along, we still have there haven't been really a lot of quarterback rumblings as far as the draft goes. Yeah, there were people who thought we should have went after Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those people are going to be there. There are people who wish we we went after Deshaun Watson. I'm still out on Deshaun Watson. I'm, I'm, I just can't. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm good on him. And, it's, and, and, and I'll be the one to admit that it's not because of his ability. I just, you know, that's just a dark cloud that I'm just not ready to mess with. I you understand. Know? And, and so, because uh, I, I think when you're in a situation like that, when you have a player in a situation like that, I think sometimes people don't want to People don't want to admit that it's out, it's off the field issues that shit, you know, they want to try and make it into a X's and O's conversation to hide the fact that, you know what, his off, his off the field issues, you know, worry me. And I'm just not going to do it. I'm like, look, man, he's a great quarterback. And if this was a man that had none, had none of that going on, then I'd be like, yeah, Use them draft picks, call them, get every free, you know, get every star player on this team to call this dude, make the, you know, do the deal. Hashtag do the deal. But, you know, now I'm good. No, thank you. I understand. You know, I mean, I just want to, I just want to, responsible deals, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's Agreed. that's really what I want more than anything else. Agree. Agree. Like as much fun as it was when Middleton said it, I don't mm-hmm. ever really actually want to spend stupid stupid money. money. Yeah. It sounded and the thing was he said that and Bryce Harper, you know, the, the the Harper deal was a lot of money, but I didn't think that was stupid money because it's Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Is like, and he's won you an MVP. And he won you an MVP. Like, he's the type of big name that can attract other players. Mm-hmm. That's that wasn't stupid money to me. No, that's smart money. Yeah, it's a lot but, of money, but it's yeah, smart money. Yeah, exactly. Like, there have been deals, and and and, tr- and, and trust me, you, 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 you want me the, to describe stupid money? No, you don't got to describe. Adubel Herrera bringing him back—that's stupid money. If there was ever a dude, and just let the dude go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's like why, why, why this? Middleton why said him? he was going to spend stupid money. No. That's the answer. You t- it, it's stupid, but you we, we just talked about a dude with baggage that you just don't want to mess with, mm-hmm. 
And it's just like this this city is not going to let Adubal Herrera's transgressions go. They already did. You know, not, well, the Phillies have. But he what I'm saying all, is he made it through a whole season and by the no, time I mean, he got I think he had he had his there I mean there 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 are still people. Did, you know, wanted him going when it happened, never wanted him back. And when he once he came back, once he came back, was like, look, this is a bad move. This is uh this is a bad move. We, we you know, we we don't need this. Do you know it, it's get, get him out of here. And uh, on top of that, his production is not matching the this debate. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know you're having this you're having this argue argument over whether or not this team needs Odubel Herrera, and he's not helping himself on the field. When you're just like yo, dude's a distraction. Dude's a dude's a bad guy. He's a bad dude. Okay, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Because I never said it was his bat. Mm-hmm. Never said it was his defense. Mm-hmm. I never said it was his glowing personality. Mm-hmm. What I said was it's stupid money. Literally, okay. no, I'm not. I'm, not I'm, ironically, or as, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not accusing. I'm, I'm not accusing you. I'm not. I'm not having this debate with you. What, with but you. what I mean by what I mean by that is saying it's stupid money. Mm-hmm. Is that I'm not going to rack my brain looking for logic in something that I know was stupid. Mm. It's just it just didn't make sense. Mm. Oh, oh, this yeah, yeah. Shout out to Adil for the heads up. Mm -hmm. We have our first upset. It looks like. Well, we have we've we've had well, Uh, our first shocker. Our first shocker. Our first shocker, because. You know, technically, Michigan over Colorado State was an upset. That was technically an upset. That, that's right. technically an upset, but not that wasn't a that wasn't a shocker. That wasn't a you, shocker because because you knew that Michigan kind of underachieved mm-hmm. late in the season, but you and they knew, were going to come to play. Yeah, yeah, you knew so, they were going to come to play. Like Kentucky. Oh man, shout out to somebody goes down. Somebody check on Amy Fadul. Somebody call Amy Fadul right now. I need a, I, I need a wellness <laughs> check on Amy Fadul and her Kentucky Wildcats. Somebody call her, make sure she's all right. Man. She, she's throwing some. Th- a six-point loss in overtime to St. Peter's. St. Peter's. You, how many, like, how many, how many friends do you have? That have gone to like a lot, like these big name the the blue blood uh, basketball schools. You have a lot of friends that I got, I got a few. Yeah, like I like when they like when some they people went to Nova and Temple. You know, Temple. We, we, we being where we are, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard not to have friends yeah. at the blue blood blood schools. Yeah, I guess, and I. uh 
I had a friend went uh went to University of North Carolina. I had a couple of friends actually went to University of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Didn't play sports there, but just they were there. Yeah, they went there. A couple friends that went to UNC. I remember. You remember when UNC lost to Weber State in the first round? <laughs> and I just remember my shout out to my man Mike Wargo. Shout out to my man Mike. He legitimately, legitimately, because he didn't know, turned to me and asked me, where the hell is Weber State? Do you know I, now? You know, it, it, I hope he does. Now I said, do like, you know? Do, do I know? Do I know where Weber State is? Um, Where's Google? <laughs> But you know, but but those those are the things. And it's like I remember when Duke. You remember when Duke lost to Mercer? Mm-hmm. I mean, these things happen. Remember the these first things... time Richmond went on that little run? Mm-hmm. The Richmond Spiders. The Richmond Spiders. Yeah. yeah. You Every know... year it's somebody, but oh goodness, who? Uh... When it's a fifteen the, the... seed, like mm-hmm. usually it's like a twelve, maybe a thirteen. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wow, that happened. But when a 15 pulls off, what, like a 14 or 15, mm-hmm. yep, when yep, they yep. get the win, yeah, and, at that and, point you're shocked. Yeah, we were talking, uh, we talking uh, a couple years ago um, when Coppin State uh, got that big upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, can't even remember who Coppin beat. Coppin doesn't even have their own marching band. <laughs> They borrowed art. I, I went to Morgan State. My roommate, my roommate was on the marching band that year, and mm-hmm. he was like, "We're going to the tournament because Coppin doesn't have a marching band." They gave us all Coppin T-shirts. We're going to wear blue jeans. We're going to and Coppin, They gave us T-shirts and hats, <laughs> so they could rock Coppin gear. So they could rock Coppin gear while for the game. While they're performing, because Coppin didn't have a didn't have a uh, didn't have a bed. Oh, that's wild. Same Coppin State who earlier this year played Drexel and forgot their uniforms. Mm-hmm. Coppin's going cop, but but then again, Coppin went to the uh, Miac Championship game though. Mm-hmm. Went to the, you know it, it, it is what they it did is. something right. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But Kentucky lost. Iowa lost. My bracket is through. I I don't even I I, I don't I, I don't even pay attention to this stuff anymore, man. You know the way the way I figure it, I'm gonna start a new tradition. What's up? My bracket, it will be a sign of the changing of the seasons because mm-hmm. it will be the it's going to I'm gonna start making it officially the last thing I burn in the fireplace every year. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, until next winter. Yeah, I like that. I I, I like that. You know, I, I burn I, my bracket in its spring. And and I uh, and and I gotta admit, I I honestly I did not have a lot of time to really look at it. Like I filled out my bracket this morning. Mm-hmm. I think the brackets clo- the brackets uh, officially close at the tip off of the very the first, first game. game. Yep. So, so around noonish, around noon, like ten after twelve, I like at least twelve oh five. I was still filling out my bracket. 
So it is what it is. Kentucky's out of there. Shout out to Amy Fadul because she's not in a good place right now. Uh, in fact, uh, real talk, uh, I'm, I'm, Amy Fadul did say she was going to come on our show at some point in time before uh, basketball season's over because I lost a bet to her. Oh, you know, I'm, that works for me. Yeah, well, Anything I balls JB loses. I'm I, I'm, I'm, I know you. You prey on my downfall. It's all good. We supposed <laughs> to be good, you know. We supposed to be buddies. We, we supposed, are. you know. It, I love it, what, whatever, man. But I love I see, the people, and it's good entertainment. I love, I love the people too, and it's great it, entertainment. Whatever, man. Because, <laughs> and, and, and we could talk about this too, because apparently Jonesy and. Uh, I, I thought I was being, I, I thought I was being a good broadcast partner. You are. When I proposed the name Jonesy and Brown, I thought I was being gracious. I thought I was being, I thought, it, you know, it had a good ring to it. But now I'm starting to understand. I'm starting to believe that it should have been Brown and Jonesy. <laughs> Because I'm sitting here and I'm looking at Crossing Broad's Philly Sports Talk Radio. And there in the 8-9 seed is Jonesy versus friend of our show, Ty Johnson. Mm-hmm. Now, he shouted us out. Now, you, did you see when he shouted us out? Or did I, had you actually, I had actually just got in the car, mm-hmm. turned, in, turned on the radio, mm-hmm. and caught the tail end of the conversation. Okay. When when he was saying that his matchup was versus Jonesy, mm-hmm. and then he Mike miss Mikey miss asked him the question, like, "Huh, Jonesy? Is that hockey, Jonesy?" Mm-hmm. Tyrone, because you know there is Keith Jones that does yeah, hockey yeah, on that, NBC, and yeah. Tyrone answers, "Nah, this is another Jonesy. I was actually on." And then he started talking about he was actually on our show. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, how the hell did? He, I mean, we're a duo. Mm-hmm. It's a team what, do you be, what do you be doing that you just got the solo name on on, on the marquee? They didn't say Ty, you know, against Jonesy and Bro- Well, how come I'm not on the list? How come I don't have a matchup? I mean, you got to take that up with them because, you know, it wasn't their, their whole show. Mikey Miss and Ty Road are separate on there. So it's not like show versus show. They they must listen to the – they must have checked the receipts. That's all. Like, I don't come on here and make good points. <laughs> you know what? In fact, and, and, and apparently, uh, apparently, I'm on, I am in the the Philly Sports Talk NIT. That's, that's what I've now realized. I am in the <laughs> Philly Sports Talk NIT because I didn't make the, I, I didn't make this tournament. I didn't make the, you know. I mean. Like, Look, come on, man! It's a, I'm, I'm, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of people doing this in Philly. It's a well, lot I'm, of good, and it's a lot of good names that didn't make. What is that? The, the field of thirty. What name one? Uh, name one other than me who didn't make it. <laughs> See, is Aton on the list? He is. Uh, let's see. Jeff Mosher is he on? No. Jeff Mosher didn't make it. No, he's not on the list. What about Adam Kaplan? Did he make it? No. I don't think they used anybody from inside the birds. What? Because they own 
they're pretty much only a football season show. So no, uh, okay, all right. Um, did Tooth make it? Nope. No Tooth. No me. So I mean, it's, a, it's a lot of good people that are that are on this list. So whatever, man. Whatever. I'm hurt by this. I want. Apparently, I gotta. I, I gotta step my features game up. <coughs> I, maybe that's what I gotta do. I, I gotta step my features game up, man. Cause I don't, I don't understand this. I, man, it's whatever. It's whatever. No, you know what? I'm, it's, it's, it's all just fun and games. No, it's not. It's not fun and games. <laughs> do I look like I'm having fun and games? Yes. See, my man. I see, and, and I'm. And, and here's the thing. It's not like I'm I'm not genuinely happy for you. Appreciate that. And and you know what? I like you slightly more than Ty. <laughs> like like if it, I, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop there. No, no, you so know. Sounds like there's a butt coming after. No, this. The, the butt is. I'm mad that I'm not on the list. That's the butt. The butt is. I'm mad I got left off. Why am I not in this? Why didn't I not get a matchup? Who I'm, I'm, I'm better than a lot of these people. <laughs> See, we're not we're not going to do that. We're, we're, not, we're not. We're not here to call anybody out. These are all talented people. Whatever, man. Many, a lot of them we worked with had been on our show. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, better than all of them. <laughs> Others hopefully will be on the show someday. Who is Tyler Zuli? Tyler Zuli. I don't know him. I'm better than him. The fanatic. I'm better than him. <laughs> um, let's see. The Trunus, yes. Mike Gill, no, 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 no. Mike Gill, no. He, he, he's, he's, he's legit. Definitely ain't better than. No, definitely not better than Ray Diddy. ESP. I mean, he's got a following. <laughs> he does. He's got a following. I can't, not, you know, I, I I can't knock his following. But I mean, there are only like three people on the list that aren't even doing. Dude, you're wrestling. nine. You're nine. Mm-hmm. I mean, for real, bro. <laughs> they got you hired in Devon Givens. You're hired. You're nine. Aton is twelve. You're a nine seed, bro. And I'm not even on the list. <laughs> you know, I really had no plans to do this on this show. It's all whatever, bro. That's what ha- this happens when <laughs> that's what happens when the guest cancels. <laughs> you know, this is what you call this is what you call filler conversations. All right. We had a guest scheduled for the show, but he couldn't make it. So now we get to talk about this. We get to talk about why. Jones, and here's the thing: it's because you make me look good. I don't care if they are. I don't care if they are talking about Keith Jones. We talking about my man Jonesy. That that'll be how I rally behind you. If they try to say no, we were talking about Keith Jones. Like no, we're talking about Mike Jones. Who Mike Jones? Well, there's no TV people on the list. There's no TV. Well, well, Keith is on, but isn't he on uh, 
isn't he on Angelo's show? Is he still on that show? I never. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't so. Listen, yeah, I don't listen to Angelo anymore. So. I, I know. I know a lot of people do, but but yeah, nah, I'm good. Either way, my man is ninth, and I'm not on the list. Whatever, I'm I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm I'm done. Hey, let us know what you think of this podcast. Let us know what you think of the uh, the Phillies moves. Let us know what you think of the Eagles moves. Let us know what you think we should talk about next. Shout out to my man Sonny Bison. Sonny, what happened? What what happened to Howard in the uh, Miac uh, tournament, man? Y'all lost the copy, man. Y'all shouldn't be losing. How y'all lose to a team that forgot their jerseys? How y'all take a loss to copy, man? But let us know what you think. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, actually go flow. At BITW Sports or at Jonesy and Brown. We are on Philly Go Flow every Saturday morning at 4 a.m., every Sunday morning at uh, at 2 a.m. So, yes, Howard women did win. They won it all. They were in the, they were in the women's play-in game. I'm, I'm not even going there. I'm not even going to talk about my, my play-in thoughts. Y'all know where I stand on that. We're, yeah, we're not having that. We're, we're not having that conversation now. But... Once again, let just let us know and also know you can download this podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast from. Just search Best in the World Sports. Enjoy March Madness. Enjoy it. Outside of Super Bowl Sunday, this is the best sporting time of the year. This is my favorite. I live for this. I have been in the man cave pretty much since noon. I've been in the man cave literally since noon watching basketball. The only, the only bad time, I got three TVs in the man cave and there are four games on. That's, 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 that's the biggest problem I've had all day. Anyway, it's been a good show. Jonesy, any final thoughts before we get out of here? You might need to come up for Eric. Though. I mean, I gotta eat. I'll get, I'll get some food. But, you know, all good. Y'all have a great weekend. <laughs> That's Mike Joe's Up Job, bro. We out of here, y'all. Peace. You feeling this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to Jonesy and Brown. Brown.